what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hello, Meredith. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. We're uh, we're taping a little earlier than usual to accommodate some travel plans, but I've got my coffee and I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm not actually normally out of bed by now, so this is a treat. Um, you, you're going to get some early, mor- early morning Meredith takes, which, uh, to be fair, aren't usually as nice as daytime Meredith takes. All right. We're looking forward to hearing Cranky Meredith. <laughs> okay, so before we get into it, like, I just want to talk about the episode as a whole because last night's episode was wild. It was so outside of the regular format that I felt like I was getting whiplash while I was watching it. Like I had no idea what was going on. The formula was completely broken. Like I, I whiplash is just the best way for me to describe it. So I'm hoping our podcast isn't whiplash today, but like there's just so much to discuss because there's just there's just so much going on last night. Well, and 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 as as I told you, I'm I'm visiting my father, your grandfather, and and my father does not watch The Bachelorette or The Bachelor, and you know, I wanted to watch a little bit of the World Series with him, so I was I, I assumed my that it was taping, and and I actually had to watch it a little bit out of sequence, but it was awfully entertaining. Uh, if nothing else, but, uh, I, you know, it's, it, the wheels are certainly coming off. Oh, absolutely. So let's get into it. Um, let's start with our highs. Do you want to kick us off? Okay. Here is, here's the dad hot take because Meredith, I have a dream and my dream is that someday one of the contestants on the bachelor or the bachelorette is going to walk up to the bachelor or bachelorette, and we'll say Claire, since she's our bachelorette this year, and say, Claire, it's been nice to meet you. You know, we, we just don't really have a connection, and I'm going to shake your hand and, and leave, and, and uh, no thank you. You know, so perhaps uh, the best we're going to get is, is Joseph, uh, who didn't exactly do it that way. You know, he, you know, he, he basically, uh, you know, to me, Joseph is probably not the hero that we need, but he's the hero that the Bachelorette deserves. So he, my highlight, he went on a total suicide mission when he started going crazy about the the whole naked guys playing dodgeball, appalling and humiliating, said it was silly and immature, completely classless. Uh, He expected more from the oldest Bachelorette. Uh, You're not fit to be the mother of my child. He is just going down in total flames, and you know, he must have he must have figured out that I'm going to leave, and I'm going to leave and make quite the exit. So, uh, it, to me, from an entertainment perspective, that was a highlight. Okay, sure. From an entertainment perspective, I put my highlight as Claire kicking him out. I thought that like he said he's been thinking about this for three days. And like, cause he's just been like planning his speech on how he's just going to annihilate Claire and then head on out. Like I, he, all of his points, like I did, I didn't agree with. And then he seemed very hypocritical by saying like, 
you're really classless. Like, I, I don't agree with how you're doing anything. Like, you're not setting a good example for my daughter. And I'm like, bro, I don't think you are either. Like, you're not being very classless calling Claire out on this. She barely knows you. She's probably had, like, two five-minute conversations with you this whole season. You're going to call her out as being classless and, like, that she wouldn't be a good mother to your child. Like, I just – he sucked. And – I, I agree with you that he he's he is a monster, but for this show, I thought it was wonderful. Well, I like the part when Claire kicked him out. I thought she handled the confrontation really well, and she seems very understanding and open to listening to his list of grievances at the beginning. Like she said, she listened to him for twenty minutes until he dropped that bomb that he's ashamed to be associated with her. And I think that Claire was really calm until it was an appropriate time for her to pop off. And I just like really enjoy watching a strong woman tell a douchebag off. It's one. It's just a good a good thing for me to see. Um, I also think we need to address how Dale is the one to come comfort her afterwards. Like, I think typically producers are going to be like no no one can go over there with her right now like we need to talk to her get an interview but they're like somehow Dale's getting through it just it was weird to me it's not something that we typically see and I think that was the start of this episode's long list of items of things we do not typically see on the show well I I I certainly took note of that I mean and I don't know uh, how much the producers are, are uh, letting people go back and forth or do whatever. But it, it certainly struck me as she, she needs to be comforted. Dale is the person doing the comforting. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering, where are these other guys? You know, throughout the rest of the episode, they're all complaining about the, the, the connection that Dale and Claire have. But certainly felt like a missed opportunity for the other guys that, you know, there's this explosion happening with uh, uh, Yusuf, Yosef, and uh, why didn't they come to her rescue? I, I, I don't know. And I agree with your points that I think Yosef is very, very hypocritical in that if, if his primary concern is his daughter, I don't know why he's showing up on, on this show. And, and you tell me, what are the odds that he's going to be on Bachelor in paradise, uh, sexy Island show, you know, is he going to show up there as well? Uh, I don't, I, I, I sort of doubt that his daughter is his number one concern. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but to your point, when you were, you were saying, where were the other guys when Claire was upset, they weren't comforting her. Like, when the whole in- interaction happened with Claire and Yusuf, like, she, all the guys that were sitting outside like ran over to her. They kind of like engulfed her more. It was almost like a president with all of their bodyguards walking through the resort at one point. And Yusuf was on like the other side of the sidewalk yelling at her. And then you see her like break away from the group. And it looks like the producers are kind of keeping the guys away from her. So I, I, I mean, like, it seemed to me like Easy and Jordan, that whole group of guys, they were trying to comfort her. But, like, someone, I don't know if Dale's just being sneaky or they're just like, oh, Dale's the only one that can really deal with her. But <laughs> Dale's getting some uh, special attention at the beginning of the episode, for sure. 
Well, well, from from my perspective, Claire is a handful. So maybe uh, uh, you know, when 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 the lion is angry, you have to send in the right lion tamer. Okay, fair. And speaking of this lion tamer, it is all over social media this past week um, that Dale is a former Party City model. Um, not only did he play on many practice squads in the NFL, but he also modeled Halloween costumes for Party City. So if you need a good laugh, you can Google that. My favorite is uh, Taco Dale. You can see him in a nice taco costume. Did not know that. I'm glad that you're uh, keeping track of the social media. All right. you have any other highs you want to talk about? Uh, you know, I, I, I put down that Bennett might have a future as a roaster uh, and and he's got quite the chiseled chin, you know, Bennett uh, does. And he, when he puts on his glasses, he just really looks like Clark Kent to me. You know, he sort of looks like he could be like a Superman sort of guy. Um, so anyway, that, that but but it sort of paled in comparison to to uh, the, the Yosef scene. I, I put the Bachelorette roast as a high for me, too. Uh, I'm not above a good roast. I quite enjoy it. Sarcasm is my main form of humor. Uh, but I thought that Bennett's jokes kind of fell flat. He was not very good at the delivery of them. But I think the content was good. Delivery, not that great. But I, my favorite part of the Bachelorette roast was Claire really emphasizing to the men, don't take it personally. And I think Claire really needs to take her own advice there because she was taking all those Dale jokes very, very personally. And I also found it very amusing at the cocktail party afterwards, how every single conversation is like, so like, why are you making jokes about Dale? Um, wait, he said he was best suited for me. Can you tell me what that conversation was? Like we saw that conversation happen like five times during the cocktail party. It, I thought it was pretty amusing. It definitely uh, reminded me more of like how a girl would act in high school than per se uh, the bachelorette. Well, 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 she really did have the Sherlock Holmes thing going on uh, as she was interrogating all the guys at the cocktail party about the Dale thing. So, I, and, and you could sense their discomfort with the, the way the conversation was going and that they'd, they're, they've had enough of Dale and they really wanted to uh, strut their own stuff and didn't get that chance. Mm-hmm. So do you have any other highs? I can't really, you know, the, the highs were really a challenge to come across. So no, not really. Oh, okay, well, my only other high was watching Zach get a pedicure. Um, I've never really seen a man get a pedicure before, and it was very uncomfortable for him. So I found it quite amusing because I enjoy a good pedicure. And he kept saying it was a bit outside of his comfort zone, and he compared it to getting a tattoo and bungee jumping. So... Maybe do do men find pedicures very badass in the same you know category as tattoos and bungee jumping? So you know, I I'm, I I hate to say it, I've never gotten a pedicure, a tattoo, and I never bungee jump. So it's it's hard for me to say that. And to transition to to the lows, you know, <laughs> to me, I, I, I had to put that date in the low lights, in that the whole pedicure. I what what were they putting on the poor guy's face? Was it some sort of avocado cucumber uh, type thing? Yeah, it looked like an avocado mask. Was, that's very normal for like spa days. However, the La Quinta spa really uh, didn't seem like it had much to offer. 
for me. They didn't even have regular like pedicure chairs. They just kind of had the little foot bath like that's portable. It's just not, it did not seem high quality. Well, I, I'm, again, this is not my area of experience, but uh, I found that date in the, the facial and the pedicure to be very awkward. And, and that whole date was pretty awkward. And, and I don't know where, I'm sure you, you have a particular category for uh, the way that date uh, finished up with them in the pool and, and what transpired there. Yeah, I put that in my, my lows. I mean, what are your thoughts? Because to me, that really looked like Claire was denying the kiss with Zach. It did not look like Zach was denying Claire. It looked like she really leaned in really far, got about an inch away from his face, and then stopped and pulled away and was like, oh, you didn't kiss me. What the heck? Like, what, what was that like from your perspective? Yeah, I, I didn't. I did not replay it or, or go to the slow mo instant replay to figure out what happened there. I mean, uh, obviously, in that position, I think Zach is going to take a kiss. Uh, I don't know if he was just sort of uh, shifting a little bit to to get the right position to have a good kiss, and she felt like he was moving back. I don't. It seemed like there might have been some sort of honest miscommunication that he went to great pains to try to fix, but I think he did come on a little bit strong in the way he was trying to explain it to her. And and she certainly seemed to go a little bit uh, out of control there after that. So I, I, to me, that was a pretty big low light. I mean, I, I respect and appreciate that she's been in, um, I think what she categorizes as an abusive relationship in the past. And, and uh, I don't feel that I can speak for, for what qualifies as that sort of behavior. I didn't find what he was doing to be in that zone. But again, I, you know, I'm, I'm not an expert in that area. But, uh, you know, I, I also thought it was pretty, um, wasn't a very good move of her to send Chris Harrison in to do the dirty work to say, uh, by the way, Claire's not coming to dinner and you're going home. Yeah, I will say from the female perspective, if that had been me and I had just been on a pretty uncomfortable first date with a guy that I was quite obviously not into, and then he, we, we had a little awkward will they, won't they kiss, and then he kept like grabbing me when I was trying to walk away and forcing it to happen, that would make me very uncomfortable. But I do feel like I... I don't want to say she overreacted since she did have, you know, she's saying she's had some experiences in her past, but from the viewer's eye, it seemed very, it it did seem like it was a bit much how she handled it and, you know, getting Chris Harrison to send him away. But I I do have that as a low. It was not a good date. Um, I, this is also, you know, on the list of things that I've never seen happen before. She, she just, Claire does not have like the bachelorette air about her. She seems much more, uh, I don't don't even know how to explain it. She, she does not have the like quality of like the mystery of the lead that is normally there where you don't really know what they're thinking, what they're feeling. She, she tells us everything. She shows us all of her feelings on her face. Like we have, we're not guessing anything about Claire. We know it all. And so it's just, it's weird to watch the show this way. I'm not used to it. 
Well, I, I and and I'm speaking more from a someone that's watching the show for entertainment. I think that most of the people that are in the lead as the bachelor or bachelorettes sort of understand that their job is to to make this make this an entertaining show and to I don't want to say lead people on, but but you know we understand that this is a season. You know, it's a, you know there, there are X number of episodes that we're going through here, and and if if we know who the winner is after three episodes. That doesn't make for a, a good TV season, or apparently it will be a good TV season because we've never seen this before, and and uh, they they figured out how to bring somebody else in. Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, do you have any other lows that you want to talk about? Well, I, so one thing that really bugged me, well, lots of things bugged me about the show, but but uh, there was supposed to be a group date with a bunch of the guys, and they're you know, they, they read the date card. It's all these guys who were going to have a group date and they're sort of sitting around waiting for the group date, waiting for the group date. And it looks like they're falling asleep. And finally, Claire comes in and says, well, I, we're not having the group date. We're just going to have the cocktail party, you know, and uh, so it's good to see everybody. Let's go get ready for the cocktail party. And I just thought that was rude. You know, it was there was no real explanation of of uh, why the group date didn't happen, what it was going to be. Um, what, what did you make of that? I just, I just found that it was very, uh, you, you're standing these guys up, you know, what the heck? I agree. I put this in my wrong reason, you know, Claire making the guys wait hours before telling them that the day portion of their day is canceled. We don't even know why she canceled it. Is it because Diana came to have a conversation with her? I like, we, don't know what the day date was supposed to be. We don't know why it was canceled. We don't know why it took so long for the guys to find out it was canceled. It it did seem very rude to me, you know. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. These guys did put their lives on hold to be there. Granted, they did it knowing that they could hopefully become a C-list celebrity, but there is still like a level of respect that the show normally gives most contestants that I feel like isn't there this season, unless you're Dale. <laughs> it, it felt like that to me as well. And, and um, yeah, I just, just it was sort of scratch on my head of, of, uh, yeah, she she just uh, doesn't seem to be living up to her end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my loads was watching Dale try to explain to the guys how he ended up getting to talk to Claire twice during that cocktail party. It was just like watching a bumbling idiot try and explain anything. You know, he's like, "Oh, I you know went to the bathroom and then was just wandering around the resort," and I just happened to open the door where she was like it was just crazy and it just it gave me like kid caught with his hand in the cookie jar vibes and he should have just like admitted that he wanted more time with her I feel like if you're honest and upfront with these guys they're going to respect you more than if you just try and like skirt around and get what you're doing and he, he just had this big goofy 
grin on his face the whole time of, uh, I'm winning. <laughs> I know he has this in the bag for sure. Yeah. That goofy grin on the whole night. And like when, when people would come interrupt him and Claire, he just would like laugh and smile the whole time. You know, when he came in interrupting people, he'd just be like, Oh, I didn't even know you were in here. Ha ha ha. It was, I don't know. It was very cheesy to watch. Like, the romantic in me is like, oh, this is really sweet. Like, Dale and Claire obviously really, really like each other. But then the cynic in me is like, Claire's going to look so, so stupid if this does not work out well. Well, any, any other low lines you want to cover? Um, yes, I lost three out of four of my top four picks last night during the rose ceremony. So... Rest in peace to Blake Monar, Tyler S. and Garen. Um, I only have Chasen left, so I will be riding the Chasen train even harder than I was before. You were riding it pretty hard before. I know. So this will be a, a fun new level that we all get to experience together. However, how, how, my, many my pick, how many of my picks are still in? Three. You lost Garen. We had the same same pick there. But your other three are still there, Damar, Ivan, and Jason. Um, however, my hopes aren't completely dashed. I have heard rumors that once Tasha comes in, maybe they're bringing back some of Claire's guys that had already been sent home. So I'm hoping maybe one of one or two or three of these guys will come back and we're not getting uh, someone like Yusuf or Tyler C. to rejoin the cast. I, I think it would be a challenge to bring uh, Yusuf back. I was, I, I was almost surprised that fisticuffs didn't break out when he left, but uh, <laughs> that, that would be interesting there. All right, do you have any other lows? Are we ready to move to the right reasons? Tell me what the right reasons are. I'm scratching my head. You know, that this one was hard for me. But I think out of anyone there last night, I'm giving the right reason to Easy. He, during the cocktail party, he was really trying to keep the regular formatting of the show going. And as a type A person, I appreciate that. I really like structure and organization. So him, after sitting at the cocktail party for an hour while Claire and Dale try not to to bang each other in Claire's bed, um, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to start wandering around until I find these people. And just like having him uh, standing outside of Claire's door, knocking incessantly, going into her apartment. Like, I appreciated that. He's like, hey. Easy's here too. Like, let's get to know some of these other guys. I think he was there for the right reason. Like, I think he he. I think that he seems he seems like a good guy to me. Um, he called out Dale for talking to Claire a second time, which I think needed to happen. These guys they don't really understand the connection that we're seeing with Claire and Dale. They don't under they don't know like a, that we know Claire picks someone after twelve days. So they're just trying to be like, yo, this isn't how this show works. Like, this isn't why we're here. You can't be doing this. And I'm excited to see if Easy and Tasha have a connection. I think that would work well. Well, and, and you know, really the only thing I could say about Right Reasons is that there certainly seems to be a connection between Dale and Claire. And you know, she, I think she said that uh, she was about ready to go game on in the bedroom, which you know, I, I don't think cameras were going to stop them if uh, the if the game started. So that that scared me. Why did why did she when, when that other bachelorette came to visit? She she 
showed her a pair of Dale's pants. Where did that come from? Okay, this is my wrong reason. Claire is sleeping with Dale's ripped pants? What? That's high-key creepy. I don't... Claire explained that during, I guess, the love languages date, Dale ripped his pants, which I think is something that I... I'm very upset that was not shown on the date. That's some good entertainment there. But Dale went to get a new pair of pants and Claire asked to keep his old pants and then she just keeps sniffing them. That's so creepy to me. That's not like, I I, I thought it was very strange. Like it's one thing if you're, you know, keeping a guy, you like sweatshirt or t-shirt and sleeping in that or something, but a pair of ripped pants and she's sleeping with them on her face. I, wow. Wow. I really hope I'm not like this when I'm 39. I, I hope you're never like this, okay? <laughs> but yeah, the easy's my right reason. Claire sleeping with Dale's pants is my wrong reason. What do you What do you got for us? Well, I'll, I'll whatever on the right reason. You know, I, I there's a connection there with Dale. I I wonder. It, it it does worry me that is it what is there anything beyond the physical connection? You know, there there was sort of. Dale had a nice line when he was comforting Claire after the, the Joseph incident where he said, I'm not here to appease you. I'm here to please you, which I thought that was sort of a, a clever line, but I don't think it's, it's the uh, foundation of a very long lasting relationship. Um, you know, as far as the wrong reason goes, yeah, to me, there a couple of things that bugged me a couple of times, the, they talked about the process. I think that Claire, when she was on her date with Zach, said that uh, she's trying to respect the process with with Zach. And to me, she wasn't trying to respect the process. I, to me, that sort of felt like a whole setup situation. In the rose ceremony, he got the last rose, so it seems like he was close to being on the chopping block. Then he gets the, the individual date. Uh, it just seemed to me that it was sort of a setup of – you're going to be leaving and this is how we're going to make it go down. So that to me, that was wrong. And then and when Chris Harrison was talking to the, the men, he's, he, he, I guess, post Yosef, uh, he said, the, the process is going to expose you. That's why it works. And I kept thinking to myself, how many of these couples are still together? Do you, do you really think the process works, Chris Harrison? I'm not so sure. Yeah. I- I don't feel like Claire respects is respecting the process. Um, you know, I'm a big fan of organization formatting. That's not at all what we're getting this season anymore. And it's not just because it's a, a quarantine season and everything's happening in the same resort. You know, there are no rules anymore. Claire's not showing up to dinner dates. Claire's not showing up to day dates. Claire's not giving out roses on group dates. Like there's, she has taken this process and she has thrown it out the window. 2020 is a killer, man. Yeah, I'm over it. Okay, are we good with right reasons and wrong reasons? I think we've done all we can do with that. Okay, my MVP, I'm giving it to Claire again, but it's just because this episode would be nothing without the roller coaster that is Claire Crawley. She, you know, is throwing this formatting out the window. She is already calling Dale her fiancé. In her interviews, she's talking about how this would be way more fun if Dale was here. 
Why isn't Dale here? I just want to see Dale. Dale this, Dale that. And it's nice to see that she's so infatuated with this guy. Like, I'm very happy for her. But as a viewer, I like a little mystery. I want. I, I don't want to know on night episode three who she wants to end up with. And so I'm giving MVP to Claire, but it's only because this episode would be nothing without her. I, I, I thought you might give Dale consideration and that he was the comforter in chief and, and uh, obviously um, threw a pretty good lip lock at her. And, but I, I, I respect your, your selection. Claire gave us more than Dale did this episode. Did, did, did you uh, keep track of the uh, number of crying episodes that Claire had? You know, I, I have four. I wrote down four, but I definitely could have missed some. But she didn't seem to be crying very much towards the end of the episode. It was, it was the first half of the episode that had a lot of tears, and then the second half was a lot of Dale. Okay. That's all I've got. Do um, you have any fatherly advice to wrap us up? So you know, a few notes I made. You know, number one, you know, if you're if you're going when when it comes to roast and roasting, it's going to get personal. It's going to get ugly. So if you're gonna if you're going to engage in that, you better be prepared for it. And, and Claire um, seemed to be a bit thin skinned and, and very protective of Dale. So so be careful on the roasting. Yeah, I was um, going back to that. I wonder if they told the guys you're not allowed to roast Claire. Well, I would hope that they have enough common sense that I'm trying to date Claire. I better not, I better be careful in what I say about Claire. Cause I, I, I think at this point in time, they probably uh, recognize that uh, she's a bit volatile. Yeah, you know, if I was going on a date and it was a roast and none of the guys roasted me, I'd be like, Hey, um, you're here for me, not for each other. Come on, give show me a little love here. But to be fair, yeah, Claire, I don't feel like she would take a roasting very well. Well, I think showing love and being roasted, there's there's a difference. I think uh, you know the the roasts that I've watched on television are pretty pretty tough on on the roastees. So be careful there. You know, um, they could have thrown her a little softball roast every once in a while. Well, and maybe maybe they did. We just you know they're they're not going to show everything. So who knows. Um, but be be punctual when it comes to dating. The whole standing up the guys, uh, making them wait. I thought, you know, that's you know, a little bit of communication in your dating life. You know, I I, I hope that uh, you know if you're going to be late for a date, that you would have the good sense to to call the the gentleman that you're going out with, saying, "Hey, I'm going to be late," and not just let him hang. Um, I wrote down this was probably from the Yosef thing. Yeah, you know, don't call your girl crazy. You know, even if she is like Claire is, you know, you're, you're really, you're not helping your case if you call your girl crazy. Um, so, so don't do that. And although I, I certainly found the whole Yosef piece entertaining, you know, from fatherly advice, you know, back here on planet earth, if you're going to end a relationship, it's really not worth totally burning the whole relationship to the ground like that. You know, you, sh- you should really show some heart, show some empathy uh, and do it the right way. So, yeah, there, there's a way to end a relationship. Joseph is not the way you, you want to do that. Yeah, I agree. I would just do it over the phone, make the way easier. 
whatever. I'm just saying, uh, you, you know, you don't have to stick a, a knife in somebody's heart uh, as you're walking out the door. So well, the good thing is that uh, I don't think Claire had many feelings for Yosef. So this was just basically a stranger giving her a piece of his mind. And I feel like uh, once she was in Dale's arms, all was forgotten. Well, that's that's the TV show. My fatherly advice is to you and to all of our listeners out there for for real world living. That's why I'm here. Yeah. So, you know, hit us up if you need any more breakup advice. My dad's he's got it in the bag. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been married almost 30 years. So, you know, I, I, I know a little bit about relationships. Uh, well, maybe then you shouldn't be helping us with the breakup advice. You can help us with the marriage advice. I will be our expert and breakups. All right. Well, okay. that's all we I got. Before we wrap up, we have to talk about the last nine seconds of this episode. We get to see the infamous Tasha Adams. They do not confirm that she's the bachelorette, but I think that we can assume as we have been assuming since the season started. However, this is the first time that the bachelorette or ABC has publicly acknowledged that Tasha is coming in. So what what are your thoughts there? How do you how do you feel about the introduction of Tasha in those 9 seconds? The introduction of Tasha is there's a girl swimming in a bathing suit that uh, pops out of the pool and I guess that's the introduction of here's the the new girl that's you know we we see all the previews of the coming episode that that uh, Claire is crying claire has left maybe claire has come back uh, the the guys are shaking their heads saying they can't believe this it looks like they're packing up their suitcases to leave and then da 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 the 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 girl in the bikini hops out of the pool so look i don't know tasha from 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 mary i don't really know tasha but uh, it looks like we're trying to rescue the season yeah, I um, thought we were going to get a bit of a classier introduction for Tasha. you know, like maybe the stepping out of the limo in her fancy dress, but like the slow-mo Sports Illustrated bikini model porno thing. Like, I, I don't know. I, that's not how I want us to start off Tasha's portion of this show. I, I want it to be classier. I want it to be in format with how the bachelorette is supposed to go. I want, I want us to get back to the basics here. Well, and, and, and I will be interested to see how the guys react to this and that for the first, how, what have, they've been there for two, three weeks, however long they've been there. Uh, they've been trying to create a relationship with, with Claire. And now it's a totally different person. Mm-hmm. I, you know, are they there just to create, a relationship or do they actually have feelings for any of these individual people it will be interesting to see. Yeah. I'm curious to see uh, who can pivot as you so kindly said before from Mexican food to Italian food quickly and who's going to struggle with it a bit more. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not saying that anymore. <laughs> That's good. That's good. All right. So join us next week as we maybe get to talk about the beginning of Tasha's season from the right reasons or perspectives and my dad's. All right. And, and I think next week the show is usually on Tuesday. It is being preempted by something they're calling the election. So I believe next week's show is Thursday night. 
Yes, next week's show is Thursday night, so we'll be here Friday for you to talk about it. Uh, unfortunately, the presidential election takes precedence over the Bachelorette, which, I mean, I could go for both personally, but I get it. I get it. It's okay. All right. Well, just we want folks to make, make sure you vote. Whatever you do, make sure you vote, and we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.